0: Hello and welcome back to the latest Think Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. Already hit by shortages of semiconductor chips, the motor industry's supply chain woes are likely to be exacerbated by the war in Ukraine. Bank of Ireland head of motor sector Stephen Healy looks at how the local sector in Ireland has been performing so far this year, but also outlines how the automotive manufacturers will need to adapt to the supply chain challenges that lie ahead. So I'm joined here today by Stephen Healy. Uh, we're going to talk about the last two months of the, of the of the year in terms of how the motor sector has performed. And I suppose what has been happening in, in the industry in the last two months, Stephen?
1: Yeah, I suppose if we, if we do a quick look back, John, um, the sector was very resilient in both 2020 and 2021. Um, and, you know, new vehicles last year, new vehicle sales last year were up 22%. Um, But they were down 10% when compared to pre-pandemic levels of 2019. So still a little bit of a way to go um, to those pre-pandemic levels, but going in the right direction. And in terms of, you know, you know, thematically what's happening from, from a used car perspective, you know, we would have spoken before about rising used car prices and a used car shortage as a result of Brexit. Uh, as a result of a lower new car market in 2020 and 2021, not to mention government taxation and the impact uh, that they have on, on new car prices. Um, you know, so as a result, there's less used cars traded into dealers, um, less used cars for sale on the forecourts, and used imports are down 44% from the peak in 2019. So that, again, means there's less used cars available in the market. Uh, but nevertheless, the strong demand, consumer demand is very strong for both new and used cars. Um, deposit balances increased notably during COVID. Uh, and those with the means are buying cars. Um, but, but they are experiencing longer lead times for those cars as supply chains are impacted due to COVID and a, a knock on to a shortage of semiconductors. Um, so, that, that, that global sh- shortage of microchips are, those, these microchips are used, John, in, in all kinds of um, vehicle electrical systems. And manufacturers have had to reduce production output as a result. So dealer order banks are are fully loaded. They're just waiting on these cars to be built, shipped, and delivered to Ireland. Um, So there's longer lead times for consumers here. Uh, And up until the the crisis in, in, uh, sadly, uh, that crisis in Ukraine that's hit, um, Automotive News were reporting an increased chip supply from quarter two. which would be good news for the second half of the market uh, in in Ireland. So I suppose overall in the first two months, new car sales are back 4.6%. The sector expects though that the seasonality this year will be different. And that's due to the shortage of semiconductors and and the impact that has on vehicle production. So we expect this year there'll be a stronger second half and that overall the car market is expected to be up 10% on 2021. And you know, it's been a tough couple of years, John. I mean, first you had COVID, um, Brexit included in the middle of COVID, a semiconductor crisis, and now, of course, um, very sadly, uh, war in Ukraine.
0: And the war in Ukraine, how, how do you think that situation is likely to affect the motor industry, um, aside from the obvious fuel issue? What, what other impacts do you think it could have?
1: Look, the first thing to say is automotive manufacturers have extensive supply chains. Um, they're able to adapt But it takes a bit of time, so there'll be at least a temporary impact um, to vehicle production. So manufacturers have already halted exports to and or production in Russia in support of sanctions. Uh, The Ukraine produces uh, wiring harnesses on behalf of the the motor sector. Um, And due to the just-in-time nature delivery of those parts, some manufacturers, some brands, uh, Volkswagen, uh, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, had to close down some production lines in Europe um, for about a week. Um, And to give you some stats, Russia accounted for about 1.7% of German car exports in 2021. German manufacturers produced 170,000 cars in Russia. They were mainly destined for the German home market. Um, Russia generates, uh, sorry, rather, Renault uh, generates about 12% of its revenue uh, from Russia, um, according to Bloomberg, second largest market outside of its home market in France. And the share price has been hammered this year. It's down about 25% since the beginning of the year. Um, we see rising metal prices in vehicle production. Aluminium has surpassed 2018 record levels. Uh, Russia produces, um, uh, is, a, is a global leader in the supply of palladium, which is used in catalytic converters. The Ukraine is a major producer of chemicals, and particular, um, neon gas, which is used in the production of microchips. And as I mentioned earlier, there's already a global shortage of these microchips. So the war has the potential from the horrific humanitarian impact it has it has the potential to damage the recovery in um, the global semiconductor supply chain but some microchip producers john so intel for example are downplaying the impact and saying that post the annexation of crimea in 2014 they diversified their supply chain uh, away from ukraine so you know if the war is is contained and we all hope that it is um it it, it, it might also be possible it could affect consumer behaviour here and accelerate demand for even more fuel-efficient cars.
0: And, and speaking of fuel efficiency, I mean, <laughs> it's hard. Every second conversation I have with someone is they've just driven by a four forecourt and seen the prices. Um, but with the rising fuel prices, do, do you think this might accelerate Western demand for hybrid technology?
1: Yeah, if fuel prices is absolutely a, a conversation around every dinner table. Um, I think at, at a point in time that we're recording this, um uh, government have have uh, you know made adjustments to excise duty which will which will hopefully bring fuel prices back from uh, the two euro um, level that we've seen over the last couple of weeks um the answer to your question I think it, it, yeah it's 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 eminently possible it'll depend on how the crisis evolves and the speed it gets resolved John I suppose consumers, already are shifting towards electrically chargeable vehicles in Ireland and from a European perspective too. Um, And if you consider electrically chargeable vehicles, that's the sum of battery electric vehicles and plug-in hybrid vehicles. There's about 50,000 of those on our roads today. But there's also a total of 2.2 million cars on the roads. So so they account for about 2% of the fleet. And last year, about 16% of new cars were ECVs. That compare, compares fair, favorably, by the way, to the EU at 18%. So we are already seeing that acceleration in consumer demand for this type of vehicle. So m- manufacturers are building more of these ECGs and more, um, to use another acronym, LEVs, which is low emission vehicles. So those are your traditional uh, petrol and diesel, mm. but they're much more fuel efficient uh, and they produce even uh, even less um, Uh, Carbon than they did, say, five years ago to meet strict EU standards. So to give you another figure, in the first two months of the year, uh, battery electric vehicles increased to 12% from 8% last year. Plug-in hybrids are about 8%, so about 20% of the car market in the first two months are electrically chargeable vehicles. And if you add hybrid, so all types of hybrid and electrically chargeable vehicles now account for 45% of all new cars sold in the first two months of this year.
0: Well, Stephen, thank you very much for that great rundown on what's happening, and hopefully uh, hopefully, as the months go ahead, we'll have a, a, clearer, a clearer road ahead on what's coming down the line. Thank you very much.